Ministries podcast. We are so happy you are tuning in. On this episode, Pastor Tony continues our series, Holy Habits, with a message on the holy habit of memorizing God's Word. We're going to be studying tonight is something that I mostly, mostly I've done as a little kid growing up. But it is something that in adult life, and maybe even in teen life, we drift away from. But it's something that I think many of you are familiar with, or perhaps even did many years ago. Here's my hint. Awana. That's my hint. Those of you who did Awana. And here's the answer. What we're going to be looking at tonight is memorizing God's Word. That's the habit we're going to look at tonight, memorizing God's Word, which, by the way, just in case you thought, back in Awana, I nailed those verses. Okay, I nailed them. And when it comes to memorizing things in general, I would say that I'm decent at it. Um, I would say it depends on the subject or topic, okay? But nonetheless, I would say I'm decent at memorizing, okay? How many of you would say that you guys are good at memorizing things? How many of you would say that you're good at it? How many of you just say you're decent at it? Okay, how many of you would just say, that's not me? (laughs) The back row. (laughs) Okay. All right. Well, tonight the habit we're going to look at when it comes to connecting with God and growing in godliness is memorizing verses. Memorizing verses. So the passage we're going to mostly be on tonight, so open up your Bibles, is Psalm 119. Psalm 119. We're going to be looking at verses 9 to 11, and then we're going to go in a couple other places as well. But our main text will be Psalm 119, and we're going to look at 9 through 11. 9 through 11. Psalm 119, 9 through 11. How could a young man keep his way pure? By guarding it according to your word. With my whole heart I seek you. Let me not wander from your commandments. I have stored up your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for just this space and time. Uh, God, I do just, I thank you and I praise you for the ways that you have just helped us this past week to just spend time in solitude. And I pray for those, um, God, that did do it and haven't done it. God, that this would be a, a habit. Lord, truly, it'd be something they continue to do, something they find enjoyment in and refreshment in and direction in. And God, it is just so good for their soul. So I just I just thank you for that. And I just pray now that you would help us to see what you have for us tonight in making memorizing your word a habit in Jesus name. Amen. All right. So our big idea tonight is this memorizing God's word can really serve as protection against sin in our life. Memorizing God's word can really serve as protection against sin in our lives. That's the big idea for tonight with memorizing God's word. Now here's the context with Psalms. Okay, so we're in the book of Psalms and we're going to be looking at a few verses in Psalm 119 which is considered the longest psalm, okay, out of the psalms, and it's the longest chapter in the whole Bible. Now, this psalm is written by David, and some believe that this psalm was probably written towards the end of his life, and some believe that it was written to his son Solomon. It also seems that this psalm really serves as a massive collection of David's heart towards the word of God, specifically sharing with us and Solomon about God's word's usefulness 
how useful it is, and how beautiful God's Word is. That's really the heartbeat behind Psalm 119 with David. He also shows us how much his life was soaking in every second he read God's Word and letting it dictate and guide his entire life. Now, what is unique about this psalm is, of course, its length, but also the way it's compiled. Some of you may know this, some of you might not, but this psalm is an acrostic. You guys know what that means? You guys heard that before? Which means it's put together in order of the, in order of the Hebrew alphabet. That's how it's put together. So, it's 22 sections... Okay, you guys see there, Alpha, Beth, right? Then you got Gamel, then you have Daleth, right? You see how it's broken up that way? So it's 22 sections of eight verses, and each verse of each section begins with the letter of a Hebrew alphabet. For example, each line of verses 1 through 8 begins with a word that starts with the first letter of the Hebrew alphabet. And then verses 9 through 16, the second letter of the alphabet, and so on. Okay, So just to give you a a little bit more into the depth of this psalm and how it's put together. So again, what David really wants to share with us and Solomon in reading Psalm 119 is his love for God's word, and he wants to celebrate its goodness to all who read it. So in getting to our verses for tonight, in our previous verses, in verses 1 through 8, David is emphasizing the wonderful blessings it is to see many obedient people following the laws of the Lord. How do we see that? We'll look in verse 1. Blessed are those who is blameless, who walk in the law of the Lord. And then verses 2 through 4. Blessed are those who keep his testimonies. In other words, who are obedient. Who seek him with their whole heart. Who also do no wrong, but walk in his ways. You have commanded your precepts to be kept diligently. So you can help but notice just how encouraged and blessed David feels to see his followers, to see followers of Christ actually living as followers of Christ. David just feels so blessed by this, so encouraged by this. Look at people who say they're followers of Jesus Christ are actually living like followers of Jesus Christ. He's so encouraged by us. So this whole introduction of verses 1 through 8 is about emphasizing the blessing it is to witness followers of Christ actually living like followers of Christ. And so now we turn to our verses 9 to 11. So if we, if we were to read up to verse 16, though, this whole section is really hitting on our big idea for tonight, that God's word can really serve as protection against sin in our lives. And one way David shows us this is these verses get at the importance of memorizing scripture and making it a habit. Now, some of you right when I mentioned that we were going to be memorizing God's word for our habit, started shaking your head internally and was like, no, not memorizing. I hate that. Okay? My brain hurts when I memorize. That's me. Okay? And some of you were like, yes, let's go. I enjoy memorizing things. And I say that jokingly, but no matter what your response is, whether you're like... 
Not memorizing whether it's yes, let's go. Memorizing scripture is a habit we cannot overlook, no matter what response you have. So look at how Deva shows us this. Look what he says. How can a young man keep his way pure? Hey, we see that. How can a young man keep his way pure? By guarding it according to your word. You guys see how I have that underlined there? By guarding it according to your word. Now, it's important to notice the young man in this verse. Because what David is doing here is he's showing us a situation where we are all in or have been in. I think especially you teenagers can relate to this. And what do I mean by this? This is what I mean. To remain pure as a young person is really, really hard. To remain pure as a young person is really, really hard. See, there was this constant pressure as a young person then, in David's time, and there without question is constant pressure today when it comes to remaining pure. In fact, in many ways, we can maybe even say it's... It's been turned up a notch since David's time when it comes to the constant pressure you guys face today with remaining pure. We can't overlook that it says young man. And here's the thing when it, when it talks about being pure, remaining pure, it's not just about remaining pure sexually, but it's about remaining pure in all of our conduct. Basically, it's about not falling into all sorts of sins within our lives. And we would all raise our hands if David was here right now and David asked us, raise your hand if it's hard to remain pure and not fall into temptation and sin. I'm pretty sure all of us would raise our hand, right? Yeah, it's, it's a no-brainer. It's hard to remain pure. And I can't even imagine all the pressures you guys and girls get into every day the second you walk into your school buildings. I can't even imagine. I have ideas, but I can't even imagine the pressures you guys face when you walk into school, the pressures you face on social media, the pressures you face with your friendships at home. This is some of what I can imagine, and this is some of what actually what I what I've experienced in my high school days. These were some of the pressures. Just get physical with each other for a little bit. Have fun, and then just get rid of each other. That was a pressure I saw in high school. Just have fun in that relationship. Go crazy, do things. After a while, then, then break up. That was a pressure I saw. Or a pressure you guys definitely have nowadays that I did not have was all these ridiculous TikTok challenges. I cannot tell you how many I have seen that I'm just like, who in the world would do that? But people do it, right? But that's a pressure, right? Or it could be just like ridiculous dares that people think are a great idea that are really not a good idea, right? Or come on, come on, just come to the party. Take just, just one little drink isn't going to hurt you. Or just one little hit. Just, it's just going to be one hit. It, it's not going to do that much, right? Whatever those pressures might be for you. I can't even imagine all of them. But I know that they're there. But in coming back, back to this passage now, 
right, with all those pressures you guys face, how does one, a Christ follower, keep his way pure? Well, how do we do that? You guys as teenagers, how do you do that? Us as Christ followers, how do we do that? Verse 9, guarding it according to your word. God's word in your heart will guard you and protect you to not fall into those moments of temptation and sin. It's God's word guarding you, protecting you. See, this comes out even more in verses 10 and 11. Look at verse 10 and 11 with me. With my whole heart I seek you. Let me not wander from your commandments. I have stored up your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. God's word stored within our hearts and minds is a huge part of how we can walk away from moments of sin and temptation. It's God's word on your heart, stored in your heart. And I want to unpack this stored in your heart for a little bit. There's verse 10 and 11. When God's word says stored, it means it's the holding place for God's word in your heart. Your heart is the shelter for God's word. Your heart is where you keep and save up God's word. This might sound funny, okay? But it makes sense to me, at least. Your heart is an endless place of storage for God's word. Does that make sense? Your heart is an endless place of storage for God's word. Endless. See, this is, that's a whole message within itself that we're not going to get into tonight. But then if that's the truth, if that's the case, if our heart is the storage place for God's word to remain and it takes shelter in, well then here's the next question. And this is a whole message within itself, but here's the question that I want to ask then. What kind of things are we storing in there then? If, if our hearts are the storage, the shelter for God's word to be stored in, that means something can be stored in it. Well, what are we storing it with then? Are we storing our heart with God's word? Or are we storing it with something totally opposite from God's word? What the culture says, what your friend says, believe this, believe that. This is what's going to guide me. This is what's going to help me to choose right and wrong. Is it all the other things or is it God's word that's going to store there? That's a whole other message within itself. But that's a good question for you to ask. What are you filling your heart with? It's a good question. Well, how does one fill our hearts with God's word? How do we do that? Well, no doubt it is reading and studying God's word each and every day, right? That's a given. We know that. But another way, one way that I think we need to pursue more of, you can see there in parentheses, especially myself, is the importance of memorizing God's word. The importance of memorizing God's word. I mean... Let's take memorizing God's word out of the picture for a second and just think about this in general terms. Do you know that when you memorize something, it can be anything. Okay, let, again, general terms. Let's just say you're memorizing anything, whatever it might be. Do you know that you're actually doing the act of storing it within you? 
Like, that's what you're doing when you're memorizing something. You're storing it within you. At any moment, in any conversation, and at sometimes at the most random times, you can pull out that fact, or pull out that formula, or that birthday, or that detail you memorized because you stored it within you. But this is what I want to say. Some might say or think, hey, Pastor Tony, this is just not going to work for me because I have an awful memory. But here's the thing I would say to that. What if it was not that you cannot memorize or that you don't have good memory? What if it was the motivation behind it? The motivation you had behind memorizing. Because think about this. Okay, let's, let's pick this apart a little bit. We all know what? You know your birthday, right? You memorize your birthday, do you not? Or your phone number. Don't you know your phone number? Well, I hope you do. Now, I am seeing in the years as we continue to go, most of you actually are not memorizing your phone number. It's actually what I'm seeing. Okay, that's kind of funny how that's going. I'll be like, what's your number? Oh, let me look it up. That's literally what some of you have done. Okay, nothing wrong with that. But don't you, I would hope you know this. Don't you know your address where you live? Yes. Right? I mean... I sure hope you remember the names of the people you were hanging out with. That would be something if you know. Hey, uh, we had a great time last night, didn't we, buddy? (laughs) Right? See, here's the point. The point is that you cannot memorize or have a bad memory, but the point I'm trying to make here is where is the motivation behind it? I would argue the same can be said about memorizing God's word. Can it be stored in your heart even if you have a bad memory? I'm going to say yes, it can. But the question becomes, do you have the desire and motivation to store it within your heart? As the passage says, look at what the passage says. Right there in verse 10, the beginning of verse 10. With my whole heart, I seek you. Do you seek with your whole heart to know God more as you read, study, and memorize his word? I also believe that for us to even have the desire and motivation to do this, we must first have the Holy Spirit that comes from putting our faith in Christ and that will give us the thirst to follow God. It will give us the thirst to know God's word. Otherwise, without the Holy Spirit, we could honestly care less about memorizing God's word. We would even care less about even opening this thing if we don't have the Spirit within us. So we need the Spirit's help in this too. But why even do this? Why seek to store God's word in our heart as believers? Verse 9, verse 10, and verse 11 gives us the answers. Why even do this? Well, here are the answers. To keep his way pure. Not wander from your commandments. In verse 11 there, to not sin against you. So much of why... So much of why is that memorizing God's word keeps us on the right path and protects and guides us in the everyday moments of our lives. That's why. 
It guides, it protects, and it leads you on the right path when you store it in your heart. When God's word is stored up in our hearts, the spirit will use that to bring verses to our attention that we need in that moment. Have you guys had that happen to you? Right? For example, for example, maybe this happens to you. You're watching something you know that you shouldn't be watching. And the Spirit brings to your attention while you're sitting there watching something you know you shouldn't be. Maybe the Spirit brings to your attention Colossians 3, 1 through 2 while you're watching it. That say, if then you've been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above where Christ is seated at the right hand. Set your minds on the things that are above, not on the things of the earth. Maybe the Lord brings about that in your mind and in your heart as you're watching something you shouldn't. Or maybe this has been you, when you're talking with someone who's going through a really hard time and you have a verse in your heart ready to share with them that you hope will encourage them. Right? Spirit brings to your mind, oh, there is this verse that I just really want to share with you that helped me and I hope helps you. Right? Like the Spirit just brings that verse to your attention, to your mind, on your lips. And if you want to see the perfect example of this take place, look at how this happened in Jesus' life. We're going to look at how this happened real quick in Jesus' life. When he was tempted by Satan. So Matthew 4. Matthew 4, verses 1 through 11. Matthew 4, verses 1 through 11. Okay? This is, this is crazy. Okay, Matthew 4, 1 through 11. So Jesus is being tempted by Satan, right? And I'm going to have you guys, if you guys want to look this up a little bit later, you guys can, or in your own time, look this up. But this is such a good example of, of what happens here with memorizing God's word. Jesus used memorizing scripture to help him say no to Satan when he was tempted by Satan. Jesus used scripture. To help him say no to temptation. Look at this. I broke this down for you. If you guys look in Matthew 4 here, you see in, at least in my Bible, it shows the red where he spoke. Okay. He says, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Jesus says this in Matthew 4, verse 4. He actually referenced Deuteronomy 8.3. Okay, if we look down. You shall not put the Lord your God to the test. That's in Matthew 4, verse 7. He's referencing Deuteronomy 6.16. Then Jesus says, You shall worship the Lord your God, and Him only shall you serve. That was in Matthew 4, verse 10. Jesus here is referencing Deuteronomy 6.13. So you guys see, Jesus himself, tempted by Satan, the master deceiver, is saying no to sin and temptation by using scripture that was stored within his heart. By using scripture that was stored in his heart. Do you want to experience victory over times of temptation and sin? I'm going to ask you guys that. Do you want to? Do you want to experience victory of saying no? Do you want to say no before you even fall into temptation and sin? 
store God's word in your heart through memorizing scripture so that the spirit can bring those verses out at the times when you need them the most. But there is another thing about storing up God's word in our heart. There's another thing I want to talk about here as we begin to close it. There's another thing about storing up God's word in our heart that it does. When we memorize scripture, this is what it does. It strengthens our faith. When we store God's word in our heart, it strengthens our faith. Look at Proverbs 22 here. Proverbs 22, 17 through 19. It says, Incline your ear and hear the words of the wise, and apply your heart to my knowledge. For it will be pleasant if you keep them within you. If all of them are ready on your lips, that you may trust that your trust may be in the Lord. I have made them known to you today, even to you. Why incline your ear? Why hear the words of the wise and give my heart to knowing God's word? One, it's going to be pleasant if, it, if I store them up within me. Good things are going to take place. And again, storing them up, if you do that, it will turn out to be a good thing because they are at times going to be on your lips, ready for the moments you need them the most. And two, that you trust the Lord all the more and that your faith will grow in him as you store his word in your heart. So scripture memorizing helps you believe in the Lord that much more. It grows your faith because you see another way in which God and his word are controlling your life. Memorizing God's word strengthens your faith because it reminds you over and over again the truths about who God is and what he has done for you. So living it out, okay? Living it out. Living it out as we begin to wrap up. Kind of a summary here. Here we go. Memorizing God's Word. Memorizing God's Word is a habit that must be sought and stored in our hearts so that we can remain pure, not wander from obeying God's commandments, and that we may not fall into sin. Memorizing God's Word is possible for anyone who believes, but so much of what comes with anything we want to be good at, we need determination and motivation. And then memorizing God's word will strengthen your faith and it will help guide your steps as you navigate this life. I even think about Psalm 119, 105, right? Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. But what do we do with all this? How can we implement this into our lives? This is what I want to talk about here. When it comes to memorizing God's word, first thing, come up with a goal or a plan. Okay, come up with a goal or a plan. Maybe you are studying a book of the Bible and there's a verse you keep coming back to and it keeps speaking to you. Memorize it. Maybe you memorize one verse a week or one every two weeks. Come up with a goal that you can achieve. Okay? Or maybe you memorize verses based on what you're dealing in your life right now. Maybe you're just constant stress about everything. And maybe you, you memorize verses that, you know, give your anxieties to him because he cares for you. Right? Maybe you memorize verses based off of what you're going through right now. Second, use the method that is most helpful to you when it comes to memorizing. 
Use the method that maybe you use for school, getting ready for tests, memorizing some stuff for quizzes, whatever that might look like. Maybe it's writing, maybe it's writing out the verse on an index card, and that's how you memorize it. You study it for a little, study it for a little. All right, now I'm ready. I'm going to write it out on an index card. Or practice it, right, by writing it out. Um, I even know that there are helpful apps out there to help you memorize. I looked up two apps if you're an app person and want to use your phone to help you memorize. Uh, the Bible Memory app. I looked it up. Good app. There's Versus Bible Memory. That's another app. Those are two apps that I just looked up on the app store that you could look at if you want to. And the third thing is find some accountability as you do it. Find a friend that, you, that are, you're going to memorize with. Hey, let's memorize this together. Hey, let's memorize this together. Pick a passage each week or two weeks, whatever it is, and challenge each other to memorize it. And since we are in a habit series, review and meditate on it every day. Even if you have it memorized, come back to it from time to time so that it stays fresh in your mind. Can't tell you how many times that I've memorized something. I've got it. What happens? Six days from then? What was that verse again? Yeah, I kind of forgot that. But I memorized it that one day. Come back to it. Meditate on it so that it stays fresh in your mind. And I'm going to say this. This is important, I think, for you guys to hear. It's not so much about quantity when it comes to memorizing God's Word. It's not so much about knowing more verses than other people. Hey, I know 70 memorized, I can memor I memorize 70 Bible verses. How many do you know? It's not so much about that. It's actually not. It's about growing in godliness. You growing in godliness. The goal is to memorize God's word so that we can grow to become more like Christ in our lives and in our minds and in our hearts. So the challenge for this week, this is the challenge. We as a youth group are going to memorize Psalm 119, 9 to 11. Okay? We're going to memorize Psalm 119, 9 through 11. We're going to memorize this right here. Right there. That's what we're going to memorize as a youth group. We're going to do this together as a youth group. Okay? But I'm going to throw a little twist on it. This is the twist I'm going to throw on it to make it a little bit more challenging. Some of you are like, this is not going to really be challenging. But for some of you, it might. I want you to say the passage to someone at least three times on three different days. Okay? Also, whenever you think you have it memorized, don't say it to yourself. I got it memorized. Always say it to someone else. Okay? So memorize Psalm 119, 9 through 11. I want you to say it three times to three people or the same person three times on three different days. Okay? So if you want to say it on Monday, awesome. Say it on Tuesday, awesome. Say it on Wednesday, awesome. Or maybe you say it on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, right? To keep it fresh in your mind for the week. So that's the challenge. That's what we're going to do. Okay? The idea is, is we want to store this within our hearts. That's why I'm making us do it on separate days. So you guys can come on up and we are going to Get ready to worship God with one more song. 
But that's the challenge this week, okay? I would love to hear about when you guys got it. I would love to hear that you guys have done your three days. And for some of us, this may be easy, but some of us, this may be hard. So I'm looking forward to memorizing Psalm 119, 9 through 11. Can I throw out another app? Yeah, throw out another app. Do it. Scripture typewriter. Typer. Typer. Scripture typer is another app recommendation if you want to go the app route. Thank you for tuning in to the Maywood Student Ministries podcast. We hope that this episode encouraged and strengthened you in your walk with the Lord. See you on the next episode.